Hello, my friend Amy Robeson here, and I am so excited you have arrived. The universe would only bring us together if you were ready, and you clearly are. You're ready to manifest the life you truly desire. You're ready to evolve. You're ready to have a self-discovery. And most importantly, you're ready to awaken to the infinite possibilities that your heart and soul is desiring for you to manifest. Let's buckle up together and go on this crazy journey. I can't wait to see what infinite possibilities you manifest into your life. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to have this fun twist on spiritual worship conversation with you today. I believe spiritual worship is so important. It does not have to be done at church. If you want to do it at church, that is great, but we can have spiritual worship throughout the day. And I think that that's really important. And the twist that I'm going to put on it is using the five love languages. And if you're not familiar with the five love languages, there's a book called the five love languages. And that is by Gary Chapman. He is an amazing author. I will link his book in the show notes below. This is not a paid sponsorship. I just love the five love languages. I think it's really helpful in being in relationship with someone and it'll allow you to see how that other person feels love. It also gives you feedback on how you receive love as well. So if you're interested in checking out that book, definitely check it out. You can check it out on Audible or you can physically pick up the book or read the book as well. This for me gave me a really clear understanding of how I receive love. And I thought that thinking about how we can worship creator, God, the omnipresence gives us an idea of what that looks like throughout the day if we lean into the five love languages. And I am a big believer in worship can be done throughout the day. And worship is the act of giving yourself to God, to creator, and letting go of your sorrows, letting go of your worries and trusting that if you surrender, that you will always be supported. And it's recognizing that support within you and it's recognizing that power within you. And so worship allows you to really stand in your power, to stand in your divinity, to recognize your divinity so that you can spread love and peace throughout the world as well. And that love and peace makes a bigger impact than what you think. And when people think world, You can make one impact on one person by just smiling and being kind. And that person makes a difference with 10 other people. So remember, even if you don't think that you are making a difference, you are making a difference. Always be kind and lean in to creator. Give yourself permission to worship. Use spiritual worship to feel better because when you do, your vibration rises. So let's talk about what the five love languages are and how we can use this as inspiration to use spiritual worship throughout our day and throughout the month so that we can, one, give love back to creator, and then two, it can come back to us as well. Because remember, what you give out, you always receive back. So the five love languages are acts of service, words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, and gift giving. So when we think of words of affirmation, this can be done through prayer and giving thanks for what you are 
being given and how God creator is supporting you. So words of affirmation, you can think about as prayer, having a daily prayer practice, praying throughout the day can also be affirmations as well. So words of affirmation is really, really big. So how do you do that? Well, one, you can just simply give thanks and just say, thank you, God, for everything you provide me. Thank you for continuing to support me. Thank you for taking away my sorrows. I am so grateful and I want to give back to you. So thank you. Allow me to be of service. Direct me in the way that you would love for me to be of service. So I'm ending that prayer with direct me in the way to be of service. Now, worship is giving yourself to creator, to God, to divinity, and that's through your words, deeds, thoughts, and actions. So by saying, allow me to be of service, this is saying, God, direct me how I can help you. Direct me how I can give back. And then that goes into the next love language, which is the acts of service. And one of my love languages, how I receive loves is acts of service. There's a quiz online. You can go to his website and you can see what your love languages are as well. But mine are acts of service. Acts of service is really big. And so the way I receive love is if someone does an act of service for me and I'm just like, oh my God, thank you so much for helping me with this. And so for God, for creator, we can do acts of service. And acts of service doesn't necessarily mean going to church and giving money to the church. Acts of service could be you doing something kind for someone in your community, you giving back to your community in some way, shape, or form, or giving back to causes that you are inspired by, that you want to help, that you want to serve. And those are acts of service. For me, I love giving back to women's shelters and crisis centers. I also love giving back to the mental health associations that do research and help fund mental health in the United States. And so those are some of the causes that I give back to because I know that they are really near and dear to my heart and I want to support them in any way, shape, or form. Now, acts of service can be done through time or an energy exchange. And an energy exchange could be you're volunteering your time, you're offering some sort of service or money as well. And so this could be an act of service for you. Also, an act of service doesn't have to be to a major corporation or a major cause or a major event in your community. It could be someone's in need in your community and you feel compelled to help that person. I know someone in a mom's Facebook group was in a crisis and she was asking for some things that she was really needing for her family because she was in a crisis. And for me, if I have those things, that is going to be an act of service that I'm willing to assist in. And it's not to go, hey, I'm doing a good job. God, are you watching me? No, it's from the kindness of my heart and I want to give back. And so that act of service is huge. Not everybody has money or time. They have other things that they can give back to community that can be really, really helpful for someone in 
need. So look at the things that you're really interested in making a difference in your community. And some people are meant to give back in a small areas. And when I mean small areas, I mean local communities. That's how they feel that they're going to be of the highest service is by giving back to their local community or in smaller communities that they're really interested in helping or communities that have had a natural disaster or something that's going on. For example, like if you're giving back to helping people in Ukraine because they're being displaced because of the war, that is an act of service that is a part of worship as well. So know that you can do something local or you can do something on a global level as well. I know some of my friends are very, very into giving back and protecting the Amazon. I want to protect the Amazon. I love that they're into that. I know that for me, that's their part that they really shine in. And so I love seeing that for them. For me, I have other causes that my heart is drawn to before that cause. And so know that you might see a bunch of causes that you want to give back to, but you're not able to give back to all of them. And so we cheerleader the ones that are giving back to those causes and communities that you love, but you're drawn to a different community. We cheerlead the people that are helping those communities. And we use our resources for the causes and the communities that feel in align with what we're doing at that moment in time. Know that that might also change. And I'm sharing this because there are so many causes and things that you are going to be drawn to give back to. Recognize that you're making a huge difference by just giving back to at least one cause or doing an act of kindness for someone in your community. It doesn't have to be big causes or big disasters that you're giving back to. Also know that if a friend's in crisis and you're giving back to them, that is an act of service. You listening to that person is an act of service because you're going to be their sounding board. You might save their life by just listening to them. And that is really, really important because remember, creator uses us in a way that we can channel special messages and special meaning for people or allow them to see things in a different light that they weren't able to see before. You do not have to think that you are gifted in this. Just you listening and holding space for someone makes a huge difference. And know that that is very much a part of spiritual worship because we are connecting with community and we are giving back in community as well. So let's go to gift giving next. So gift giving, I love this because gift giving can be doing an act of service by giving back some money to community, but also gift giving could be something that you are giving to recognize the power of God, the omnipresence within you by giving a gift to God. And that could be a gift flowers that you put on your altar to just give thanks to recognize the beauty. That could also be a gift that you are inspired to give back to community. So you notice that some of them kind of play in with one another, but some of these love languages will inspire you to think differently the way that you receive love. And so if it seems like a repeat, it's not because it's the way that you're going to perceive it as well. And so know that Gift giving can be in whatever way that you want to give a gift, 
that is a representation of your worship to God. And so I'll give you an example. I had one of my just amazing clients. They gave me this really beautiful, I don't know if you want to call it a worry stone. It's not a worry stone, but it's in the shape of a stone and imprinted is an angel. And she gave me this and it's a symbol of one of God's helpers. And so that right there is a symbol of spiritual worship to me. And she gave it to a gift to me, which I, I treasure and I love and I'm so grateful for, but it's also her worshiping something bigger than herself. And it's recognizing that omnipresence within herself as well. That is a token of her worship. And it's a token that she's gifting to me to show me and to gift it to me in a way that allows me to recognize that I'm protected in some way, shape or form from lower vibrational forces. And that this symbol of God, this helper of God, who is an angel is here to protect me as well. And so that little gift and that act of kindness goes a long way. And so gift giving can be in any way, shape or form, giving back to community, giving a gift to community, giving a gift to a friend, a gift to someone that's inspired you, or even let's say paying for someone's drink at the coffee shop. That could be a gift giving. Also, if someone is in need, our homeless population is really outrageous um, here, at least in the United States. And I know it is in other countries as well. But gift giving could be bringing some food to the homeless shelter or giving some food to a homeless person that you're compelled to give food to. Know that that is a gift that you're giving back to the community, but you're also gifting things to God as well. And so you could gift and you can say, hey, God, I'm worshiping you today by giving a gift of kindness to 10 people today. I'm going to do 10 kind things today. And it doesn't have to be that extreme. It could be really something simple, but it's just acknowledging like, hey, God, this is how I'm going to worship you today. I'm going to give back in gifts. So there's that. Now, the next one is physical touch. Now, physical touch, you're probably like thinking like, Amy, how do I physically touch God creator? Well, remember, God creator dwells within you. And so by you just simply touching your heart, and breathing in that presence and just saying, God, thank you. I love feeling your presence around me and I want to hug you back. Thank you. I hug you with my heart. I hug you with my mind. I hug you with my words. I hug you with my actions. I hug you with my deeds. I am so grateful. Thank you. And then you can just imagine yourself giving creator that divine omnipresence within you a hug. And remember, God dwells within everything. And so you can actually go and physically touch the earth. Go touch the earth. You're giving back to God. You're giving back to Mother Nature. She'll hug you back too. Touching the earth is also the act of touching God. And it's also worshiping the things that God has created for us to live in this atmosphere, in this shell, our human shell. And we are constantly touching God in some way, shape, or form just by breathing, just by our physical touch itself. And we can recognize that through the breath as well. So doing some breathing exercises and physically feeling God creator in the breath 
can be really, really helpful as well. Now, the next five love languages, one of the five love languages, quality time. Now, quality time is the very act of everything that we're doing in the five love languages by just giving back, by physically touching God, by doing acts of service, by words of affirmations. We are spending quality time by praying, by doing our spiritual practices. We're spending quality time with creator. Making time to meditate every day is spending time with God because in meditation, we are taking the time to listen to the answers to our prayers. So by just breathing and taking a short break and acknowledging God, acknowledging creator, you're actually spending quality time with creator. Make time for this because the more that you make time for this, the more that you're going to change your frequency. And the more that you change your frequency, the more that you're going to start seeing changes in your life occur. And again, the five love languages are quality time, acts of service, gift giving, physical touch, and then words of affirmations. Now, words of affirmations, again, can be done throughout the entire day by just giving thanks. I want to encourage you to use the five love languages, not only in spiritual worship, but just to recognize that you receive love in different ways and that we can give back love in different ways. So if you haven't checked this book out, go check it out. It's really, really helpful. For me, I know that some of my family members are gift givers. And so that's how they receive love. And so gifts are really important to them where gifts might not be very important to me, but they're very important to them. And so understanding that's really important. Um, And then words of affirmation, you're going to meet people that they receive love by you saying, hey, good job. And you can do this to God too. So just so you guys know, my relationship with God is very informal. And I want to just let you guys know that you do not have to have a super formal relationship with creator. If you feel that that is the best way for you to connect, do that. But if it is preventing you from fully just allowing yourself to receive and give and do your practices, allow it to be less formal. So for me, I'll give God a high five, be like, hey, God, high five on that one. I love you. Thank you. I'm so grateful for you for providing that to me and to my family. I'm so thankful. Or I'll say, God, like, hey, I'm having a hard time with this. Please help me. I don't know even the words to share with you on what I'm asking for, but please help me. Please assist me in finding those words. So the key is, is allow your relationship to be authentic with you. And you can use the five love languages to do that and to worship. And remember, worship is giving yourself wholly through your words, deeds, thoughts, and actions to this higher power that dwells within you so that you can recognize that power is not separate from you because we are not separate from it. We are whole. And the more that we recognize that wholeness, the more that we can be of service and to live our heaven on earth in this lifetime, in this present moment. And the more that you worship, the more that you give back, the more that you allow yourself to be fed with this love and you feed that love as well, 
the more you're going to see your reality change and you deserve it. So, all right, my friends, I hope that you worship throughout the day and you will allow it to be super, super fun because this can be fun. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Please like and subscribe and share this with a friend. It makes a big difference more than you know, and it's a huge ripple effect. So, all right, guys, I love you very much. See you soon. Bye. Yay, you've made it to the end of the show. That shows me that you are committed to evolving and creating the life you truly love and desire. I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. Make sure you click the subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. We have shows going out semi-weekly and also please leave an honest review. I would greatly appreciate it if you did. If you'd like to receive a free gift from me, head on over to theimmyrobison.com, theimmyrobison.com. Claim your free gift. You'll also find that link in the show notes. I'm sending you lots and lots and love and light. Many blessings to you, my friend. Bye.